0: Transparency Talks Podcast is brought to you today by Defiant Ones Teen Magazine. So what makes Defiant Ones Teen Magazine different from the others? Defiant is for teens, by teens. That not only highlights the hottest, artists, actors, and the latest fashion, but they also talk about financial literacy, sex trafficking, bullying, school, health and wellness of teens and young adults, and many more. As seen on NBC, ABC, Fox, and CBS. Subscribe and order your copy today. Available both digital and paperback. Visit them today at www defiant1mag.com Once again, that's www.defiantonemags.com
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Transparency Talks Podcast. Listen, today we have an amazing show for you. I would like to introduce to everyone songwriter, music producer, and an artist, Kenneth Little. How you doing, Kenneth?
2: I'm great. How you doing?
1: You know, I can't complain. I was just listening to your song, "Bopping," Just real talk. Wow. wow. That's
2: <laughs> I think I've
1: played it a good... Uh, I think I've played it about four times now.
2: Wow. Yeah, I really like it. Oh, uh, Thank you so much. Thank you so much.
1: So here at Transparency Talks Podcast, we like to dive right on in. First of all, why don't you give everybody a little bit about your background and then I'll dive into all my questions. Okay now't don't, so, don't give them everything. Okay don't give not. them just a sneak peek <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> well you know I, um, I grew up in the church playing uh, gospel music um, at a very early age and uh, that transpired into me uh, becoming a musical director for a lot of um, uh, black nativity every Christmas um I did that a lot of years at the Lorraine Hansberry Theater uh the first black owned um black theater in the city of San Francisco and um I've done you know a lot of plays musicals lightweight producing uh, nothing major to talk about right now but it's just kind of my season right now uh the most recent thing that I've done is uh I uh, was the musical director for the West Coast premiere of Bessie, uh, and I got into a little bit of acting. and I was I played Mr. Pickles and slash the musical director for the play. I'm I'm a pianist on an the organist by trade. So that's a quick uh, quick synopsis of everything. <laughs>
1: Okay, okay. Well, we're gonna dive into that synopsis a little bit more. So, you okay. came from a musical background. Your father played the trombone and tuba. Your mother played the piano. I mean, what was it like growing up in your house?
2: Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. In fact, um, you know, my mom, you know, uh, and I would sit out and play uh, duets on the piano, and uh, I was really really interested in the piano at a very young age and it just fascinated me and I wanted to learn all I could and anytime I heard someone out there playing good music I wanted to introduce myself and 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 cling to them try to learn you know so uh, but uh, my dad uh, he um, uh, was kind of in and out of my life but uh, my fond memory of him, though, was him practicing his tuba and trombone, getting ready for, you know, a gig or playing for the Ice Follies. Uh, he also played for the 49ers um, band back then. They had, Believe it or not, in the early 60s, they had a band. Wow. <laughs> back in the day.
0: Wow.
3: I you down. We're gonna bang, take a pause bang. for the cause you hit the bang, This bang, is my friend Chavis
0: Flag would change the
4: world
5: bang, bang. I used to
4: shoot you. Who's gonna be the one to change the world? Well maybe I'll be the one Well maybe I'll be the one Who's gonna be the one to change the world? Well maybe I'll be the one. Well maybe I'll be the one. Who's gonna be the one to stand and fight? Yeah. They said I cannot be talking but I'm about that life. Yeah. How many wrongs are you ever gonna turn to right? Yeah. And yeah, we live in a dark world so let's turn it bright. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I met a man it was just the other day. Get some food on his plate, man, he couldn't even make his own way Two kids, baby, mama, he the father and the son Tryna beat another case Young man, celebrate, cause you only live once Gotta make it all great mm. Gotta make it all great Gotta keep moving Though this life may bring you down, you're not losing Be yourself and no one else, keep pursuing just wanna bring you hope through this music. Cause we're just all human. So stand up and face the world. Who's gonna be the one to change the world? Well, maybe I'll be the one. Well, maybe I'll be the one. Who's gonna be the one to change the world? Well, maybe I'll be the one. Well, maybe I'll be the one. Who's gonna be the one to stand and fight? Yeah. They said I cannot be talking, but I'm about that life. Yeah. How many wrongs are you ever going to turn to right? Yeah. And we live in a dark world, so let's turn it bright. Yeah. be the one to change the world well maybe i'll be the one Or well, maybe i'll be the one who, who, who's gonna be the one to change the world well maybe i'll be the one Or well, maybe i'll be the one who's gonna be the one to stand and fight yeah they said i cannot be talking but i'm about that life are you ever going to turn to right? Yeah. And we live in a dark world, so let's turn it bright. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So at what age did you begin playing the piano? Age of 13. Okay. Yeah. What was your first memory of, man, I love this instrument?
2: Well, um, funny as you mentioned that, uh, it all started with me, um, it started out, Um, Was a guitar, but um, everywhere we went uh, when I was really young, every house we were there, they always had an upright piano, and I would just kind of tinker on it, trying to make notes and make harmonies and whatnot, just not banging on it, you know. And so I asked my mom, could she buy me uh, one of those toy organs where they had the preset chords on the left, and then they had a songbook, and you would just hit the numbers, corresponding numbers, and mm-hmm. one day, long story short, I got bored playing, you know, Won't You Come Home, Bill Belly over and over. You know, it was a songbook of maybe 10 songs. So my mother had a choir um, hymn book. And uh, I knew how, you know, the Christmas songs went. So I opened up the hymn book and uh, picked out the melodies to like Joy to the World, Oh, Come All You Faithful, and put the corresponding chords to it so my mom heard it and she was like that's not the songs in the book and she says oh my god I got a genius on my hand so long story short she put me and enrolled me into the San Francisco Conservatory of Music and on my first audition uh to get lessons they gave me a scholarship uh right off the bat my mom was totally amazed and I got private instruction and that's how it all began Wow! So there's a part two to that, though. But I I don't want to take it up too much time.
1: <laughs> wow! So, I mean, that's that. You you kind of like brushed brushed through it really quick, but that's major. San Francisco conservative of music <laughs> and classical yeah. music. Is, it, wow! So you yeah. got a full scholarship?
2: Yeah, it was it was it was it was a uh, um, a scholarship where I, I I didn't have to pay for Mm -hmm. uh, theory classes, and the long as I was there, they um, allowed me to take theory. I love um, it. So I didn't go through a whole curriculum there, Mm because I was was 13 when I started Mm -hmm. there. Yeah, so, um, but I learned a lot, I learned a lot.
1: I actually played, well, attempted to play the piano, but I'm a singer by by trade, and Mm -hmm. I tried to sing and play and I discovered that I couldn't do both. I got so involved in the singing that I would stop playing and it just became a lot for me. (laughs) So, but I wish I would have stuck it out and, you know, I could have been Alicia Keys right now. (laughs) Right,
2: right, right, exactly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But I could still sing, but yeah, I I do wish that I could, I wish I would have kept up with playing. I can play a little bit, but not not well enough that I would want to do it on one of my gigs or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Totally so understand. question. Huh?
2: Okay, I totally understand.
1: <laughs> mhm. So you started playing in the church as a teenager yeah. and it was and you was also introduced to musical theater. Theater, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So tell us about that experience.
2: Well, um, I still play for the church Okay. um, Now, uh, ironically, um, while I was learning how to play the piano, I started off learning classical music. And um, my mother joined the church, and she got me and my brother to join the church, and they found out that she could play the piano, so they put her in charge of youth choir. So Mm -hmm. I'm taking lessons over here on the left, and she's rehearsing youth choir on the right. And... um, about you know they were rehearsing for about six months or so and um at the time I had already been taking lessons maybe almost two years when Mm -hmm. we joined the church and so um it was getting close to the debut and she asked me she said why don't you try to play the organ with me and she was showing me the music and whatnot and uh about a week literally about a week before the debut. Uh, She had a lung collapse and wasn't Mm. able to do it, and um, I was just thrown into it. I had to do the debut and everything by myself. My mother never came back to play for the youth choir, and that birthed me playing for the church.
0: Taking another pause for the calls. This is King Malachi with Power, everybody.
6: I got the power, I should be rolling in a ghost smoke power, real niggas make a toast to the power, all my hitters make a toast to the power. I feel like 50 niggas, I got the power, I should be rolling in a ghost smoke power, real niggas make a toast to the power,
7: all my hitters make a toast to the power. When I write shit like this, I ain't trying to get a check, I just came here to spit, inflate my respect, I'm the truth, no guilt, like Biggie, right now, I'm that large, I'm still here strong in this music after law Born to be done, Folk George, I'm the real King Kong. Rampage any track, why I spans like that? With design on my feet, why I'm fly like that? Malachi wear on my, on my, like a baby diaper. I'm, I'm the cypher, y'all just rapping at it, I'm the hardest from beginning to end, I'm talking about the beginning of all creation. All chest sanitation, papa, I turn like doorknobs Heart drop, yes, these women say that I'm the best Country, God in the flesh I used to live in New York, piss, projects, yeah I'm all in Atlanta like the martyr I done been riding real dirty on the martyr Authentic
6: artist, y'all better guard them I'm about to be largest, like the garden I feel like 50 million, I got the power I should be rolling in a gold smoke power they are been rolling in the ghost mode, power. Real new, make a toast to the
7: power. All my hitters make a toast to the power. The fly is guard in the south, won't the clout. I'ma spit them bars till I lay down your mama house. I'm from Carolina, cornbread at my mama house. I can shoot down a deer, drag that bitch to my mama house. When I spit, it's like a llama out. And don't miss, I'm on that green arrow shoot I'm on everybody and I'm closing in fast, I'm a brand new Rory with my jealous on the gas I'm feeling like knives on some fly shoot. kiss when I spit this pass, and like I said, trip pun with a of this he probably be like hot nigga from the south that nice on my dirt road flow, floor flow immaculate like the president Air Force One on some other shit it's me, Malachi, OG Malie, I'm feeling like the I, feel like 50 new. I got the power. I shall be
6: rolling in a ghost for power. Real new make a toast to the power. All my hitters make a toast to the power. I feel like 50 new. I got the power. I should be rolling in a ghost whole power. Real new make a toast to the power. All my hitters make a toast to the power.
7: Yeah.
0: I'm digging it. I'm digging it, man. That was King Malachi with power, everybody.
2: Yeah, and my, my mother is still with us, so I, I'm still in there. She's fine. Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. But so it's just then God you. Ordain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he definitely threw you in there. You know what's so crazy? Because my son, he plays the drums, and he has been playing since he was four. He started getting offers to play because I go on the road and overseas all the time but he started getting offers ever since he was nine years old and they asked him to play at a church but it wasn't our church so it felt weird because I'm like okay well he's nine and he's not going to be going for the service he's technically going to work per se so it felt weird to me to let him do it Mm -hmm. but sometimes I wish you know, I, I wish I would have let him go ahead and, and get out there because, I mean, the best practice is being out there, you know, Brian. and and everything. I mean, he plays, he, he's a, a senior now, he plays with the orchestra, and he plays with the drumline at his school, and he's the drumline leader or something like that. So, I mean, he still has it, but he, do, he did not get into the church um, feel of it because I wouldn't let him at that age You know, I just it just felt wrong (laughs) at the age because I wasn't going to be at that church. Uh, But growing up with your mom, y'all both in the same church, you playing, she playing. You know, that has to be an amazing feeling for your mom to feel accomplished and see her baby. You know, leading the the choir and playing and everything. You know what I mean? So that's really cool. Yeah,
2: yeah, Yeah. it really was. It really was. And yeah.
1: Yeah, so then you transitioned also into doing musical theater. What type Mm -hmm. of musical productions have you been a part of?
2: Um, I was uh, part, like I said earlier, of a lot of Black Nativity performances at the Lorraine Hansberry Theater. I also did uh, musical directing for um, a professor friend of mine at San Francisco. State University, uh, Professor Ronnie Washington, and mm-hmm. um, did that for a number of years. And we want to, we want um, an award actually. Well, yeah, at the Irene Ryan Competition, in Southern California. So it was a, it was still a great one. But I did, I, I still am a resident uh, at the Lorraine Hansberry Theater because uh, we've done. Uh, uh that's really what we call a soulful christmas
8: mm-hmm. which
2: we we would sing a lot of coverage rooms and um have a you know makeshift choir of about maybe twenty or so singers and I served as a musical director for that for many years so about five performances here recently and mm-hmm. um uh and the most like I said the most recent thing I did was uh, The Bessie, West Coast premiere of Bessie, the musical. That was the biggest thing that I ever done um, at the Leisure Theater in Walnut Creek out here in California. Um, And the way it came about, uh, they wanted to do the play out here, but they had to get the permission and rights because the play, I believe, um, premiered in Chicago. So Mm. it had never been on the West Coast. And we sold out. We played to sold-out audiences every night for almost like 22 shows. Yeah, it was
1: an amazing run. And on top but of thought, that, you got your acting yes. debut.
2: Yes, and I served as Mr. Pickles. That was a challenge, but uh, we rehearsed strong for it. And uh, we got big reviews. We got big reviews. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, and I, you know, of course, played uh, the whole uh show on the piano Mm -hmm. and uh, interacted with Bessie you know and uh, my band members so it was was a lot of fun I really enjoyed that.
0: Taking another pause for the calls. this is actually a song that I wrote for international recording artist Sandrine called Just Dance.
1: Did you enjoy about your role as Mr. Pickle? And you you said it was kind of difficult. So what made it difficult? The acting. <laughs> the lines. Yeah, it's, it's different. different. It's lines. different pulling it out. <laughs> yeah.
2: remember the lines. So you know the the director he was telling me he was he was like okay when are you gonna get these lines when are you gonna get these lines. So um, I had to get, I had to get coaching, and uh, the way they coached me was really effective. They had me say the line. Over and over, fast as I could. One after the other, one after the other, one after the other. Okay, say it again. Say it again. Say it again. Say it again. And mm-hmm. and when I left that uh, night after the rehearsal, it was amazing. I went to I drove home and I was like, Oh, I know it now. <laughs> it mm-hmm. was just a great technique, but um, it was a lot of fun. It was a challenge, but uh, I got it. I got through it.
1: That's really cool. I actually wrote a play myself. And had seven national recording artists in the play, and it was my first time really? writing. I had acted before. Mm-hmm. I had Christopher Williams, Demita Haddon, um, oh man, wow, uh, Rico Barino, and a couple of other people. It was really really cool. But you're right, you know, being behind the scenes. And, and playing the instruments then coming to the forefront and having to act and having to deliver your lines and make sure that you have the blocking and everything in place it's, it's intense yeah. it's definitely intense yeah. 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 I'm going to tell you a secret of what they told me when I first started acting what they told me is Because I have to study with no noise, you know, nothing can be on. But they say that's actually wrong because, you know, as you know, anytime you're at a concert or at any type of churching, somebody's going to stand up, somebody's going to move, it's going to be distractions going on. So they started telling me to practice my lines with the TV on or with music on because you want that distraction because it'll make you focus more. And I was like, huh never knew that so it might work for you you can you know try it out see if it works (laughs) for you but it worked for me actually i was shocked too so for people who don't know what a musical director is can you tell them what a musical director is you were saying that you you know was musical director over several projects but i would say probably about 30 percent of my listeners don't know what a musical director is
2: yeah, so, basically, you're the leader of the band, uh, whether it's a uh, musical play or um, or you're, you're sitting in on a gig or, uh, or a concert, for example. Um, you know, Janet Jackson, she has a musical director that's in charge of the band, and um, if there's any issues with the music, all she does is look to the musical director and, you know, conveys um, what she needs on any given song, and he communicates that to the band. So mm-hmm. he's leading the way, and in musical theater, it's the same thing. Um, you know, you're just in charge of your band. It could be uh, like for Bessie, for example. I only had um, three band members A Saks, a bass player and a drummer and that was the whole band and, um, you know, I pretty much arranged, um, a lot of the songs in the play, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and had everybody flow how I was flowing in the band. So the musical director, you know, um, and it can, it, it could encompass a, 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 a big, broader scale, you know, if you're Broadway, mm-hmm. um, if, um, you have a full orchestra, you know, and then, you know, uh, everybody's looking at cheap music. And uh, I haven't done anything along that scale. We had cheap music for this play, but we were pretty much off book. Um, what I mean by that is that we, um, you know, looked at the music, but we knew the music, mm-hmm. if I'm making any sense. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, we just committed to, committed it to memory because in interacting everybody was live, so we as a band had to interact with Bessie so if Bessie looked mm-hmm. at the saxophone player you know he couldn't be looking at music or anything and, and right. he, had to, he, had to, he had to dance with Bessie so had, you know you can't look at music while you're dancing you got to improvise
1: right <laughs> right you know
2: so that mm-hmm. kind of thing so I've been doing that a lot of years and um, I was I was slated to do a performance um, even in the fall this year, but COVID shut the whole theater community down. You know, oh, you I'm know
1: I know. Yeah, I know hmm. You know. <laughs> mm-hmm. I yeah. Like I said, I tore a lot overseas. All of that stopped. I was like, are you serious? Uh-huh. So I didn't get to go to Peru. I was supposed to go to Dakar. I mean, Qatar. It was a couple places I was supposed to go. I didn't get to make. This track
8: was by
1: the League of So we're gonna
0: take another pause for the calls and slow it down for everybody. I want to make sure I give a shout out to my sisters over at NAFM. What up fam! What up fam? This is one of my singles entitled "The Storm. I give a shout out to soul city to beat over in italy what up africa what up ethiopia what up canada what up usa what up uk you know what i mean i appreciate you guys so much
1: for tuning in so speaking of covid how has covid affected you positively and
2: negatively well um Positively, it, it got got me to uh, shelter in place and get um, some music done.
8: Because
2: mm-hmm. you know, um, like I said, I probably would have been pursuing some other interests. And it's interesting enough. I was uh, pondering on like this song that you uh, listened to. I wrote it thirty years ago. Wow. And I said, wow this song is so um, current now for what we're in. Mm-hmm. And um, I decided just to bring it out. And because um, I was already working on my album uh, for release next year, but this single just came up um, out of the woodworks. And I said, wow, I need to go ahead and do it. And here we are. We've been laboring on it for the last three months or so or more. And, mm-hmm. um, uh, we're all proud of how it came out. Yeah. It was a journey.
1: Yeah. Now, is that you talking at the beginning? That is me. Yes. You getting your Kurt Franklin on. I was like, okay, I think <laughs> you, I think you. Well, that's the whole concept. <laughs> Cause I'm not a singer. Yeah. I'm not a
2: singer. Yeah. But you know, I'm coming. If you remember who Norman Connors was back in the day, uh, um, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. So I'm coming like Norman Connors. He didn't do anything singing on his product. I mean, but productions, but, uh, he was a hit, you know. Mm-hmm. He had Phyllis Hyman, he had uh, Michael, I can't call his last name uh, on there singing You're on My Starship.
1: You're um, doing a Quincy Jones too.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, then, then, and then you know, God gave me this rap and I said, you know, wow. This, I'm going to insert it. I have to rap it. I was going to really just speak a line or two in that Mm -hmm. little section but um, it it turned out to be a wrap and it just worked Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: I think that COVID definitely for the creators the creative people out there like me and you it forced us to really have to hone in (laughs) and figure out our other strengths and and what else we could do because when I say shut it down it shut it down
2: Man, <laughs> it shut it all down, and yeah. I'm just kind of just sad about that because I mean, we we're talking about professionals, recording artists, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, hey, Taylor Swift did two albums this year.
1: Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Two
2: albums in the, in the same year.
1: Yeah, but on the flip side, it 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 really did it created a lot of great things like like the stream yards and all of the different things that now had to come about we had to maneuver to start throwing concerts online and you know just different things that that creative people had to do to still survive so i'm really right. impressed you know with how much people have came out with new things yes
2: yeah, yeah.
1: Yes, I and it would not have happened if had COVID not happened. I mean, of course, there's the downside of COVID, you know, financially yes, for yeah. a lot of people and right. deaths and, you know, various things like yes. that. And it has, you know, affected people. But
8: mm-hmm.
1: I, I choose to look at the positive of it all, you know, acknowledging, you know, the bad parts. But I choose to look at the positive. There have been some amazing things. Your, your song would not have been birthed. My podcast yes. would not have been birthed. My yeah. book would not have become a good Amazon bestseller. Like, there's just so many things. It was like, oh, okay, okay, cool. Let me figure out what else I can do.
2: <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And not to mention the shift in technology.
1: Exactly. Was a
2: big shift in technology, and I was yeah. had to get on that train.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, and I think, you know, for, for artists in general, you know, marketing and, and everything was already a big tool. And with social media, it kind of gave us independent artists a way of really getting our stuff out there. And and I'm not going to say a level plane, because if you already was a major, you automatically was Instagram verified and all those type of things. But it still gave us the platforms to be able to put it out ourselves digitally instead of having to wait on the sony records and you know any of these other big companies you know to get behind us so you're able to put your project out even if you i don't know if you have you know um a company behind you but even if you did did not you are still able to get your own project out there and with the right marketing behind you that you can also do yourself or hire people to do for you you still have a great chance of getting your music heard to the masses
2: Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Yeah.
0: Taking another pause for the calls, this is Mo Dre with Faded Love.
1: Dropping?
2: Uh, this Sunday.
1: Oh, the okay.
2: December. Yes.
1: Okay. Okay. That's real and cool. We're,
2: we're, we're in editing mode right now. Uh, it's always been a dream of mine uh, to uh, support the single with a video. So we're wrapping mm-hmm. up uh, your video as we speak. Yeah. We've already shot all the footage, so we're just in um, edit mode right now. So um, we're going to show it to the world on Sunday and release it.
1: Oh, now that is really cool.
2: Yeah, Yeah, I'm I'm really excited about that. So (laughs) one thing I learned how to do um, in working with my church, um, I'm there – person because we didn't have one. You know, I just kind of mm-hmm. got to it by default. So I record some of our services with my iPhone and I uh, got a streaming service that I um, packed into. And, and I've always wanted to do movie editing. And, I'll, and I definitely want to do a movie. I don't know how mm-hmm. that works right now, but I'm going to write mm-hmm. something and I'm going to score it myself and put it out there. I love it. And, I love it. and so that being said, it's giving me the wherewithal because I've learned a whole lot of techniques in movie editing, and mm-hmm. still have to, a lot to learn. But this 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 uh, COVID season that we're in right now enabled me to do that.
1: Yeah, you have the time to do it.
2: Right, have the time to do it exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay, so it's coming out this Sunday. Listen, the the single and music video premiere. Yes. So are you going to have it on YouTube? You're going to have it on Facebook? Where can people mm-hmm. tune in to see the premiere?
2: It's going to be um, on Facebook and on YouTube. So on my okay. uh, and- personal page and my music band page.
0: We're going to take another pause for the cause. This is my homegirl, girl, My sister. Karen Bryan with good loving everybody.
1: give our listeners that information?
2: Uh, uh, they can just they can just search my name, Kenneth Little, K-E-N-N-E-T-H, last name Little, and um, they can um, see the video there. On my personal page, it's a public page, and on my music band fan page. And then on YouTube, same thing. Um, it's Kenneth. They can search it by Kenneth Little, uh, music on YouTube.
1: Okay, okay. Well, I would like to thank you so much for being a part of Transparency Talks podcast. We learned a whole lot. I'm telling you, people, I listened to the song. I have listened to it now four times. You want to make sure that you tune in on Sunday on YouTube, Kenneth Little, Kenneth Little Music, and on his Facebook page, so that you can see this amazing. Um, song and video I already know the video is going to be good so I'm going to make sure that I tune in personally (laughs) so that I can be like boop boop you know so (laughs) with all of that being said I want to thank you again for being on Transparency Talks Podcast and you you have any final things you want to say to our listeners?
2: Yes I uh, believe and trust God for amazing things with this single and um, I I want to reach the world with it so um, stay tuned. I'm, I'm really going to try to push and market this really tough.
1: Absolutely. Well, I wish you nothing but the best, and I want to see you win that Grammy for this song because I can hear it. So come with on. that being you said, you better come on yes, and speak it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, with that being said, everybody, we are out of here. We Well, we out y'all. That's what my fiance say. We out y'all. So, all right, people. <laughs> Bye.
2: Bye. Thank you so much.
0: I want to thank you guys for tuning in to Transparency Talks Podcast. This is another song entitled You Said off of my album Switch Lanes. Make sure you guys cop that. I also want to give a shout out to BC over in she Belgium.
5: Said you are the only man for me. Now sitting here crying on oh, one oh, oh. I wish that you were here. Outside. Sometimes I wish you didn't tell so many damn oh, lies. lies Sometimes I wish that you didn't tell so many damn lies, lies. You said
0: Thanks again to our sponsors at Defiant Ones Teen Magazine. Make sure you guys visit them today at defiantonesmag.com. Also available on Instagram and Facebook at Defiant Ones Mag. Defiant Ones Mag, a magazine for teens by teens.